0: Welcome to From the Field of the Fans podcast. I'm your host, uh, Keeson Ramirez. Joining me, assistant sports reporter Paul Livingood. How are you, man? I'm doing
1: pretty well. I uh, just got tests coming up, so I'm studying for those. And uh, lacrosse going on three days a week now, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, instead of Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, like it was last month. So I've got that going on. So I'm having a good time. You sound excited. You sound oh, very! Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for for <laughs> this weekend. You know, we got. I I
0: don't. I do not want to go to the game, obviously, but definitely be watching. That's for sure. Twelve hours of driving on that day. I don't think I can make it with my meager college uh, student budget. But Ditto. there's a game nonetheless. Texas State football plays uh, its first conference game of the year against Louisiana Lafayette. Both teams are one and three. Both teams are very similar. We'll, get, we'll talk about that later. Press conference wise, there wasn't one last week. There was, was this week because of the open bye week that they had last week. What was the general feel of the of Fran, the team? What how did what did he, what kind of key points did he say in Tuesday's press conference that could shed some light on what we could expect Saturday?
1: Um, in the press conference, he kind of touched on uh, the basis of uh, hiring his son as the interim coordinator because this is the first uh, press conference that was available since that uh, announcement. So that was touched on. Um, they, what was interesting was he shed more light on the John Thompson situation. He, uh, he talked about how uh, for the first time he mentioned how he thought John was less aggressive than he thought he was supposed to be. Uh, he thought he was more conservative. He, he came in and um, he hired John for the purposes of being an aggressive defensive coordinator when he played against him. And he uh, alluded to the point that when they played Florida State, uh, he was like, "No, we're gonna play it soft and try to keep them in front of us." And he was—he even—he he like made this face. And he was like, "Oh, oh well, I mean, I, I didn't know we were gonna do that." I, so I mean, you could tell that he was kind of puzzled. And it's like, "Why did I hire you if you're not gonna do the job that I hired you to do?" So um, it should. There's new change in rain. So I mean, they're changing. They're back to the drawing board. So that was the biggest thing was just the, the difference between his son as the new uh, coordinator and the familiarity with him and how he thinks and th-
0: stuff like that as opposed to John Thompson. So that's, that's what I got from it. It's a new look Bobcats. Very interesting stuff. I did was very surprised when I saw the John Thompson stuff. He was very candid and open oh, very, about very. what just happened a week and a half ago. Quote, it doesn't take a brain surgeon to know we aren't happy how we are playing. I try to talk him out of it talking about yeah, his resignation said,
1: yeah because I think one of the guys asked him if if he uh if it was his decision to to like I guess kind of push him out or whatever but Fran uh shot that down he's like no I actually tried to talk him out of leaving and so, which kind of even speaks to even more it's like why why would you leave even, even if your head coach wants you to stay like why would you leave so I, I don't know that that that's kind of
0: puzzling to me just very – I mean, he even – the thing that was interesting too, Brad Francione almost got the job two years ago. He's he very did it, talk about that too. And like it was like I was close to hiring it, but I felt like John Thompson would get us over the hump, but it didn't. Puzzled is a good word to say it like you did. He was puzzled why coach John Thompson wasn't being more aggressive. He's puzzled why that. Puzzled why they're one of the worst defenses in the country, if not the worst. Puzzled in the sense, too, that the players were, like – he also felt like – he also said John Thompson felt like wasn't getting the play calls in quick enough.
1: He did talk about that, too. He said uh, in the Southern Miss game in particular that – he didn't say it was for the entire game, but there were points where um, he would just be getting the call in and, like, then the defense has to make strength calls and – where to line up and all this stuff, and then by that time they're snapping the ball and you're
0: at that point you're screwed. In football, so. split second of hesitation equals death. Yep. Which you, would explain all the big plays that, that Southern Miss had. Because if you think about it as a football player and you're looking back, what are we running? Are we running this blitz? Are we zoning here? Are we manning here? Where am I running? If you're getting that all in the span of a thing while Houston, while Southern Miss, while Prairie View, going snapping the ball, yeah. you're, you're going to lose. And Fran keeps talking about it. He's mentioned it, too. They're clarifying the defense, not simplifying it, but streamlining it, I guess, so to speak. Mm-hmm. They they aren't necessarily changing the entire thing. No, They're they, doing the whole scheme. I, I, I wonder – he keeps calling it gray area, I guess. Yeah. He keeps calling – there was a gray area in Thompson's system that he doesn't want to exist in Brad Franchione's system. Exactly. And he uh, – it feels like is more like what, what was the term concept based or uh, yeah, also so that like, was interesting too the
1: the way that he kind of described it was whenever Thompson was the defensive coordinator, they they taught things in a very memory based kind of way where it's like this play is the way it is and you have to remember it like that. And now they've kind of shifted to this concept based uh, offense and defense mm-hmm. where like the the example he gave was an offensive example. so he said like, um, different brands of cars would be like a five-man protection or a six-man protection or whatever, just depending on how many linemen you have or whatever tight ends and stuff. And then he would have a route concept like a mesh, like that's a route concept. And so then they would interchange the two, so you could do like a Ford. Say say Ford is a five-man protection and Chevy's a six-man protection. You could go Ford mesh, which would be mesh routes with five-man protection or Chevy mesh. Look
0: at us doing X's and O's on the and front so of the And so I mean, we don't just rap here, the the folks. The we don't just do silly the basi- stuff. The basis of we give you it the hard is hard stuff. That stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Getting yeah, X's and O's, deep inside thoughts and stuff. So, That's pretty much get paid the big bucks. Exact- That's why we get paid yeah. the millions of dollars oh. to host
0: this. This prestigious. It's all podcast. about the money here yeah. at the University
1: Star. <laughs> but um, no, <laughs> all about that, that, that was, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I exactly. So, so I mean that, that dough. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! You're killing me. <laughs> so I mean, the basic concept is that you could take these simplified. Uh, Ways of offense, and then compl- like mesh them into one, and it- you can create different plays out of it, and it's much more efficient. So I mean, they can take different concepts and think about it easier if they know if they understand the
0: concepts. If that makes sense. Glad you th- talked about all of that. It was very uh, I appreciate that. I asked for Brad Frenchoni because I'm curious. Obviously, we talk about defense a lot, and we're gonna keep talking about it gradually, hopefully less and less, because that'll be a good thing if we are. I asked Brad Frenchoni Thursday. Wednesday, actually, Wednesday after practice, and I said, there's been a lot of talk about what changes or what changes won't happen, yada, 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 whatever. What does a Brad Francione defense look like? And he told me, well, what a Brad Francione defense look like is a defense that plays hard, plays with effort, knows what I'm talking about, and that was it. It wasn't. He wasn't going to go into the O's, the Chevys, the Fords, the yeah. Malibus, the Volkswagens, whatever, all the football nitty-gritty. That's not what he's really focusing on at this point. Get the most out of his players. Get the energy. Get them to buy in a system that doesn't fail like the last system. It
1: seems like they're doing that. Uh, when I was, uh, Fran mentioned that. They got uh, better
0: over because they didn't play last week. They got better in the defensive exactly. the, rankings, he, he, which is kind of funny.
1: Oh, like averages and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, because they weren't playing. Gotcha. They
0: allowed no yards last week because they didn't play. That's a positive.
1: That's Hey, that's the best that they've done this so far this season. But, I mean, the the biggest thing is like uh, uh, Coach Fran said that the players are liking what Brad Francione has given them in, in the uh, open week. This open week couldn't have come at a better time, honestly,
0: with the whole change in the defensive coordinator and like you have – 10 it's like he said too it's like an injury next man up yeah, next do man your up. job exactly and there's no talk yet obviously they're like well do you want him to turn this into the job no talk yet of that fran's been on record saying multiple times we coach for our jobs every day it's a including working himself. process including himself so brad Franchoni does not have a lock on the job but if he does well in the next eight weeks maybe he does who knows? Uh,
1: it, it all depends on how he performs. If they if Texas State defense improves significantly in conference play, maybe they'll uh, keep him as the permanent uh, defensive coordinator for years to come. And I mean, I'm kind of excited. This this first uh, this first game against Lafayette should be a real good. And ben- let's get into like that. Lafayette
0: mark. one in three, same as Texas State one win over FCS. It seemed like Fran said they every year the computer spits them out. We play yeah. Lafayette. We play them early we get beat pretty heavily and then it just kind of not sets back the season but it like they're it's the like class of the league. There. Yeah, it's the class of the league and he said we've beaten Arkansas State, which has competed against Lafayette. We've beaten a lot of teams. We still can't get that last team, which is Lafayette.
1: Exactly. He 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 alluded to the fact that they that he th- he feels that they're closing the gap on Lafayette with the evidence being the Arkansas State game, but one thing is Arkansas State's not Lafayette. And he meant he did uh, say that that they have failed to to close the gap on Lafayette in a head-to-head type of setting, and so could this year be the year? Maybe um, they ha- like the two teams have had a very similar type of year. Um, they had op- big opening games. They played Kentucky, which is I mean they're not a prime-time SEC school, but I feel like they're for playing Lafayette. They're they're definitely a more talented squad than the Raging Cajuns, but
0: um, you played. Very good non-conference games and Akron beat them fourteen thirty-five fourteen. Exactly. La Tech beat them forty-three fourteen. Only win forty-four seventeen over SCS. Exactly. Northwestern same same State. as Texas State. So um, last year too. I'm sorry to interrupt. No. Lafayette one and three to begin the year. Finished the year seven and one. Got a bowl game. Won their fourth consecutive New Orleans Bowl. They've been here before. They've been True. in this one and three hole just last year. And I looked up. I was lo- reading some stuff about Lafayette. Coach Mark Hudspeth, uh, they kind of have a swagger, which is a weird word to say for a team that is 1-3 and, and has just been beaten pretty bad. They have some swagger. They have some confidence. And he said straight up that they have the map. The last year was the road map. They know if they do exactly what they did, put more effort in what they did. They have a they're, – they're one of the best teams in some of the conference, and they know that. Yeah, so they definitely. have that advantage knowing that, yeah, we were 1-3, but at the end of the day, there's not a team on our, on our schedule that we can't beat. And that's going to give them some some little oomph to get through this conference season, which is I think I, I'm really not that worried about Lafayette, except for a couple things. But what other Lafayette thoughts? I have a co- some little thoughts about their quarterbacks. I'm not as high as some other people in Lafayette, I guess.
1: Uh, I think I don't know this. I think this game will be a lot closer than years past, um, just because of the the fact that they lost Terrence Broadway, like, and they have these two new quarterbacks, like you uh, mentioned, and are going to get to here in a second. But I mean. That they're as far as the way the team is, they haven't changed at all. They're still big boys up front, run downhill, solid quarterback play and just play defense. And I mean that, that helps you win games, especially in a, in some like in the Sun Belt Conference, which is not a, a prime time college football conference.
0: So I mean that it helps. Over the last five years, they're twenty four and seven in the conference. They've won twelve of the last fifteen games of Lafayette by an average of nine points per game. Lafayette is the class of the conference for a reason. And I wrote into my lunch with Coach Fran running Thursday. I basically said Lafayette has Texas State's number, and they're not not—they're not even bothering to text them back for a third date. Oh, um, wow. It, Texas State's not good enough to earn that third date Man. because the first two dates didn't turn out as well. Crash and burn. Yeah. But on that note, positive note, terrible. Terrence Broadway is not playing this year, and he had the three years, and he was incredible. He he
1: like that. He was probably the main reason, in my opinion, why Lafayette was as good as they were in terms of the the margin of victory in t- uh, against Texas State. I mean, obviously as a team, you can tell that Lafayette's better than Texas State, but to beat them to combine a score of 82 to 34 over two years.
0: It, that, that Terrence Broadway is the reason why th- that it was that big. In the last three seasons, here's some stats. I know you like them, Paul. I do like stats. 9,420 total yards for Terrence Broadway in three years. That's about three thousand. That's solid. That's really good. 69 total touchdowns and 30 interceptions. That was Terrence Broadway the last three years. That's good. You come back to this year when you have Brooks Hack and Jalen Nixon – It's not good. Those two quarterbacks are vying. They split practice reps Tuesday. They're in a dead heat for the quarterback position. Jalen Nixon started against Akron. Wasn't very good. Brooks hack, 30 39 of 60, uh 66, 479 passing yards, no touchdowns, four interceptions. Not very good. He didn't get the start last week. Nixon did a little bit better, but 295 yards, 57 attempts, two interceptions, two picks, I mean two touchdowns. Nixon's not getting the job done. Granted, he can run a little bit more, does that whole preparing for two-quarterback dynamic. Yeah. But for me, what this means, quarterback has the undeni- Texas State excuse me, has the undeniable advantage at quarterback. Yes, exactly. And that's the most important position in football. So that's why the line is probably three points, even though it's in Lafayette. And that's yeah. why I think Texas State could steal a game in Lafayette and turn it's the possible. season around. I'm, I'm not running that out. I think that's more doable than the last year's just because – If Hack and Nixon can't figure it out, this Raging Kagan's as good as they are, I don't know if they can make up for that.
1: That's true. Uh, And oddly enough, uh, ULL was Tyler Jones' first road game as a freshman. So, I mean, he's been there. He's played there. Um, That year was the closer of the two affairs. Last year they got completely destroyed on ESPN2 in San Marcos well they're
0: both 24 points but like
1: the offense was
0: it, both offenses were actually bad Texas A&M not had good performance I think against the Lafayette.
1: the score of last year's game was not telling to how, how much ULL dominated that game Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt It's. but like you said the quarterback play like Tyler Jones is 7 for 2 quarterback uh, touchdown uh, interception ratio as opposed to
0: he's ULL second in passing efficiency first in completion third in passing yards in the conference he's a good quarterback yeah. and he's going to show why against Lafayette if anything um, so it, that's, that should give you some hope we're gonna go a little off the wall, though. We have a couple audience members. Uh, opinions editor, Brandon Sam. I always love
1: this, this segment. Lifestyles
0: editor, Mar- Mariah Simon. Gonna ask us some fun, non-football, kind of football questions for the audience out there. If you want the hard-hitting analysis, skip to about three minutes after this, you'll be good. We'll start with Brandon Sams. what you got? Hi, good evening, folks. Um, so for my first question, or I guess my only question, perhaps, Um, If the Texas State football team, if you were to make a movie based on the football team, what kind of movie would it be? Like genre? Meaning, like, would it be a silent movie? Would it be a comedy? Would it be a thriller? Would it be a triumphant story of overcoming odds? Or would it be a horror film? I would
1: would like to say that it would be a triumphant movie, but, I mean, they'd have to start winning some games for us to, to predict that. But I guess... With the state of Texas State football right now, I'd have to go with—I don't know. Would you say horror is a good
0: one, or maybe comedic? Is that your—is that your answer? I don't know. I, I, it's just—I have a name for it. What's the what's the name of the movie? Gotcha. Ooh. Pursuit of Wins, kind of like Pursuit of Happiness. Will Smith. Uh, it's about Coach Dennis Franchione in the bottom of the basement in the conference with his son as a defensive coordinator, just like Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness trying to find a way, trying to find a win for this team going through. It's a heart-wrenching story of hopefully redemption. I don't know yet. It's kind of depends on how the director writes the script. It could end terribly. But I think Coach Fran as Will Smith and and then Brad Fran as his son, Pursuit of Wins, is going to win an Emmy. I mean, not an Emmy – Oscar. An Oscar, okay. it's gonna win an Oscar. That is a that is a movie that needs to be made. I'll tell you that. There you go. Um, so you take that, g- Paul. Oh
1: dang! You, you gave a whole a whole movie plot. I, I can't top that. I just I don't know. I think the, the general sense comedy. If you want to go that route. Yeah, I, I think a comedy is a good. I, as of right now, because I mean it, kind of watching them is kind of a joke, honestly.
0: Ooh, fire! See a fire emoji. We can't do that on the podcast, but we don't have drops yet. You yeah. know, we, we we'll get that later. <laughs> that was bad technology is not
1: on our side yet <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're getting there we're a humble podcast that begins from a humble beginning there you go. um thank you brandon that was a good good question per usual thank you're you. a standout member breakout player of this uh podcast only expect good things from you so we got another question uh miss lifestyle editor Mariah simank uh has another fun question for us this week
1: all right hey guys so ACL happened this past weekend. And I was just wondering, out of all the bands that were there, which one most resembles our team? OK. Um, I wasn't at ACL, so I guess I'll just say a band. Um, oh, my goodness. It can be a person I'm I'm too, right? Yeah, one individual. A person? Um, I'm going to go riffraff, because riffraff's kind of a joke. You know?
0: Well, we cover this team. I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't do this. I'm sorry. If you're listening, Play better. if you're listening, don't don't turn this off. Um, mine would be ASAP Rocky because Texas State needs to win ASAP. No, oh, ah. I like that. <laughs> um, ASAP Rocky, like ASAP, or ASAP Ferg, like ASAP, ASAP Rocky's Berg. performance ACL. Little Rocky showed up late, 25 minutes. ASAP literally showed up 25 minutes late. Texas State metaphorically has showed up 25 minutes late because it's a fourth of the season and they're still not here. They haven't shown up. That's the parallels. That's why they're ASAP Rocky, and I just won this uh, audience member. Yeah. I'll bow. Sorry, Paul. You just took a third consecutive segment. I'm not, good at, sec- I'm not good at this
1: segment. I'll, I'll definitely uh, <laughs> give that to you. Uh, that's, it's, this is not my strong it's point It's my kind of sure. thing. I don't yeah. know. I like doing dumb. And then the uh, rap that's coming up soon. We'll get to that. Okay.
0: Well, thank you, Brandon. Thank you, Mariah. I appreciate that. Um, more, <laughs> I guess if <laughs> you want to. Mr. Rap. More, uh, we're going to do our Rap That Verse segment slash oh embarrass goodness. everyone in this room and myself segment. Um, it's Do you need me to lay a beat again? It's where, no, no, no. It's where <laughs> I rap a, a little verse about Texas State football using a rap song. Eventually I'm going to write my own if I have time. This week, Drake is on my mind. We saw him at ACL uh, Saturday. He has this song that I've been listening to on repeat. It's called Jump Man. Uh, I'm going to kind of relay that. You can laugh, whatever. I'm confident in who I am. This is what's going to happen. So we're going to start. Oh, I regret this already. <laughs> all right. All righty, Paul. Ready? All right. Yeah, go ready ahead. We're going to be like, jump in, jump in, them boys up to something. Woo! I just found my defense like I'm Brad Franchione. Woo! I hit that defender with my left arm like I'm Ginobili. Woo! And then I, I – my my voice cracked there. And then chicken fries and – chicken fingers and fries for the fans that I miss. So There you go. Got them. Yo, fire emoji. You can't hear Clap this. Clap it up. You can't hear this, but the astounding – Rousing standing ovation for the people in the audience. Oh, everyone gone. loves it. Oh, they I'm want gone. an encore. Oh, but, uh, but we won't give them that. Um, as A- Amani's <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> this segment is slowly becoming everyone. No one likes the segment. I do, whatever. It's my show. It's fun. Um, we're, running. we're not running out of time because we can talk about whatever. But if you have to look at it, score prediction and all, bowl prediction, whatever. What are you, you looking do for? Both? Let's do we, both we at the same both. time. What are you looking for in this game?
1: Um, my score prediction is going to be the over/under is 71, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, even though I've been dogging on Texas State for the past five minutes, I'm gonna say that they bounce back and they get a win against Lafayette for the first time in three years, or I don't. I, it would. It's probably more than three years. I don't think. But yeah, I don't know. Think ever they beat have. Them. I don't think they've beat them since they've been in the Sun Belt. Um, definitely not in the past two years. So, but I think they're gonna beat Lafayette.
0: 38-35. 38-35. On the road. Game-winning L- field goal. Lumi Kaba. Is it 60 yards? Because it's No, it's lower I'm going to s- s- say it.
1: Lumi Kaba hits a 38-yarder to win the game. Texas, th- th- It's a tie game in the last minute. Tyler Jones brings him down into field goal range, and Lumi Kaba nails it to win the game.
0: I'm on the fence for this game. Um... I think both defenses are not where they should be. They're both struggling. Lafayette isn't as bad as Texas State, but they're still like 95th-ish around there. Mm -hmm. I think it'll be high scoring a little bit. I think Lafayette scores 42 points. Okay. Texas State scores 38. Gets five touchdowns, a field goal. Close down to the wire. Texas State gets close, but no cigar. Um, I want to pick Texas State. That's what my heart says. My mind says No. I am a little concerned about Lafayette's quarterbacks, and I think that could be that could interesting. Be telling, That's, yeah. I, I think if Jalen Nixon or Brooks Hack are terrible, Texas State wins. I just can't know if they're terrible. And I also don't know if Lafayette – Lafayette needs this game too. That's why they it's do. interesting it, on both – it's a compelling game on both ends because you go down 1-4, 0-1 in the conference, both teams are like they don't want that at all.
1: Yeah. The, the, like if, if e- for either team, if that happens, that program's in trouble. So, I mean – it's a swing game, that's for sure. So I mean, And I just
0: don't know what to see of the defense. I'm excited. I want to see if this defense can can right the wrongs that they made the first four weeks. I don't know.
1: And who knows? Maybe Brad Francione gets – yeah. this is the first game as, as him being defensive for, coordinator. I'm so. rooting for him.
0: He Great guy. I really like the mindset. I like the head on his shoulders. I think he's going to be good for this defense. I think he's the right fit. I want to see him succeed personally just from a non-objective journalist. Yeah, I've I talked think. to him a few times. He's, yeah, he's a nice I, guy. I like him, and I think I think he'll be fine. So, any final thoughts?
1: Um, uh, just waiting to get these tests out of the way, get this week over, and uh, cover, th- cover this football game. We had a, an open week, so it's time to get back to work. Well, I mean, we, we were working, obviously, during the open week, but n- just not as much content. So, I'm ready to get back into the swing of things. So, that's, that's my final my thought. My final
0: thought is Texas State needs a jump, man, jump, man, jump, man, woo because they need a jump to this season man like they're kind of struggling they need that jump or else they're not going to make it this is a big swing game i don't know why i'm moving my the arms no one can see me doing this unreal. Uh, unreal that's why that's why i get paid here that's why i got the job um but <laughs> for paul <laughs> living good i'm keeson ramirez brandon sams mariah simic imani Miguel. thanks for listening peace out <laughs>